you're chopping in public and lands in private, chopping in private lands in public, chopping in private lands in private, in either case, you're chayav to pay the damage. Says the Rebbe Tzricha, why do I need all these cases for? Just say one, I'll figure it out. If we had only had told you the case where a guy chopped wood in private property and then damaged in public property, from the that's because I was, oh, you have to, you have to pay over there because... Uh, there's always people walking there, so it's your fault. But if you're chopped and the, the, the things landed in private property, where it's not common, maybe you wouldn't have to pay, and therefore, it have to be both cases. If I only mentioned the public to private, I would say, oh, you know why you have to pay? Because when you were chopping in public property, you were doing a use that wasn't fit for the public property thing. You're not supposed to chop wood in public. But from where you were allowed to chop in your private property, you would think maybe not. If it told us those two, are you with me so far? Mm-hmm. If it told me only those two, meaning public public to private and private to public, I would say, ha, those two are mishum this one you have, of course, it's cause, because, meaning, in the private to public you have, because you did it in a place with Shikh Rabim, and the public to private you have, Mishum to Mishlom Shulabim, because you do it without permission. But, but if it goes from Mike's house to Ralph's house, if Mike is chopping one of his house and the chips go to Ralph's house, where you have two good things. Number one, that in Mike's house, it's not common to have, you know, in Ralph's house where it's damaged, there's not usually people walking. And, and Mike is, has his own permission to chop wood in his yard. And you might think that you don't have to pay. So therefore we need all three cases. Says the learned, If you walk into the carpenter's ha- uh, um, workshop without permission, and a piece of wood chops out and it hits him in the head and he dies. Patur. He's Patur from Galut. If he came with permission, Chayav. Chayav means you have to pay for Nezek, Tsar, Ripui, Shevet, Boshet. It's not like a It's not the reason why you don't go to Galut is because the, the, the prototypical example of Galut is a forest. When guys chopping wood in a forest, and over here it's dissimilar to the forest due to the fact that, that it's someone else's property. Just like a, a, a forest where each one is coming in on their own. It's like you came with your friend's understanding. If you go there, you still go to loot. When you go into your friend's 
carpenter shop. That's where you go with with him. You should surely go to Galut. So Rava disagrees. And Rava says that when you walk into a carpenter shop and you get hit, the, 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 the carpenter does go to Galut. Right, El- the carpenter should be more, more cautious because the guy's in the store. And he, and he came with truth. What, what, what he's, he's saying that it's a Kalvachomer. That if you could, for sure, if you go to Galut from a forest, you should go to Galut like this. So El Amar Rava says differently. My patur mi Galut. When we say it means Galut is not enough for you. It's not enough of a kapara for you. Because you're more guilty than the Galut guys. Because if you kill a guy who walked the shop mission, you're a shogay because you didn't intend it, but you're close to Mazid because you knew the guy's there and you're still cutting the wood with the knot in it. So that's the question. It says, If the shliach bedin is supposed to give a certain guy 39 lashes and he gives one extra, he's supposed to give 26 lashes because the doctor said he can only handle 26 and he gives him one extra lash. In that case, you go to Galut. What do you mean? When you give a guy an extra lash, it's also shogeh karol mazid. You're almost mazid. You're not mazid because you didn't do it on purpose, but you're close to mazid because you were negligent by doing an extra one. So negligence is always, no? You should have thought about it, right? The guy might die with the extra thing. If you go to Galut over there, you should also go Galut. In our case, right? I'm ever seeing my die. The That case is not that the guy gave him an extra lash, supposed to give 26 on game 27. It's the guy miscounted. And therefore, he thought he gave 26, but really gave 27. And that's why he's a shogeg. Mm-hmm. By the case of the lashes, someone else is watching and counting, no? Whatever you question on the case. We have a question on the case. Well, the guy who was watching the counting was eating donuts. I don't know. Okay. Tavakle, you usually yes, but this time I forgot to tell you that. Oh, twenty-six. Yeah, right. Okay. Tavakle, Rabbi Sandale, Rabbi hit him on his sandal, and he said, "Atu Hamani." If a person who is counting does he count? Vatanya Kadosh Benim Kore. I thought the, 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 it's actually your question, right? Mm-hmm. The case is, like I told you, that the Dayan himself made a mistake. And that's why he goes to Galut. You're saying there's three judges counting, you know, right? Well, no. The, 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 the Gadol judges, he reads the Pasuk. Okay. The Shani is the counter, and the third one says hit. Okay. So I'm saying you need off. Yeah, but the question is on, on judge number two. How can we even count? How can I give him 27? That means judge number two wasn't counting. Yeah, judge number two made a mistake. So why doesn't he go to the? He's the one that that didn't count. Mike, you want to answer that question? Why don't we send the judge who was supposed to be counting the lashes, and he miscounted? Why don't we send him to Galut? Okay, but I don't know. No, we don't send Galut because he didn't hit anyone. Uh, yeah, but. You're telling the guy to hit. That was the no. That was judge number three who told him to hit. Judge number two told number three hit him. Judge number two says twenty-one. 
And the other one says, hit! Oh, there's a the fourth guy hitting? And there's an the actual hitter, yeah. Oh, I thought the third guy was there. No. Says the Gemara, but over here, a matey, we ask a question. We says that if a guy chucks a rock into public property and, the guy, and it hits a guy and kills him, you go to Galut. You should have thought that my son might walk in public property. You chucked the thing on King's Highway, of course someone's going to die. Because on King's Highway there's a lot of people. Victorian it says, how is it? It says you go to Galut anyway. How much more is it? That's talking about Mesoterical law. That's talking about when a guy is breaking the wall in between him and public property. And therefore, he's an accident. He also should look. So what? That he's breaking the wall. He's breaking at night. At night, not so many people. But at night also, he's supposed to look. The new case is where he's breaking his wall during the day, but he's throwing it into a ashpa. An ashpa is a type of garbage dump. Where says, what kind of garbage dump is it? Hai ashpa echidami. If it's an ashpa that people go all the time, then you're, you're mezid, you did it on purpose. And if no one goes there, then you're an accident. No, it's, 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 a, it's a, you did it in a place where no one's there. It's a garbage room that people do not use. Usually people use it at night. They don't use it during the day. Some guys use it during the day. You're not mezid because people don't usually use it during the day and you were knocking a wall down during the day. You're also not, you're not completely accent. Because some people sit there, and therefore you should have thought that maybe someone could sit there. And that's why you're a sugar egg. Okay? He used to say, when he was talking about the ratio, we said, if we walk into a into a carpenter's place without permission, and it hits him in the head and he dies. When we said Yipatur from Galut, it means Yipatur from Galut. But you are Chayav to pay for Nezik, Tzariper, and Shevet. So we had said earlier. That that statement was on the safer. When you walked in with permission, you have to pay for those five things, for the four things. Now we're explaining that it's going on the ratio in the case when you walked in without permission, that even though you're patrol, you still pay for the five things. Mad safer, the one who says it's going on the safer, calls you have to pay for the five things in the safer when you walked in without permission. When you walk in with permission, surely you have to pay in the ratio when you walked in without permission. Right? If the owner of the store has to pay, when, when a guy walked in without permission, and you still have to pay, right? No, with, when you, if you have to pay for, with permission, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. If you're patur from Galut, when you walked in with permission, you're definitely talking about the ratio. The one who's talking about the ratio, if you walked in without permission, you don't go to Galut. 
So he'd say that, so when the Reisha, Avala Seifa, came to the shoot, Chayav Galut. He says that if he came with the shoot, you Chayav Galut. If you walk into the chanut of a nafa, what's a nafa? Blacksmith. A blacksmith, nafa, right? And a spark went out, hit him in the face and he died. I feel him even came with permission. That's when the guy walked in. The guy came to be apprentice, right? Surely the nafchi lamitzkalakai. Every time a guy wants to be apprentice, is he coming to get killed? What does that mean? Right? Says the Gemara. Kishelabo mesarev bo latzet ve'enu yotzeh. It's talking when the when the. Blacks were told him to leave, and he doesn't leave, and that's your poet. Because his master told him to leave, he should just get killed? No, it doesn't make sense. What? It doesn't make sense, the statement. Right. Talking about a case where he thought he left. If he thought he left, then even if it's a different guy, not apprentice. <coughs> then it's. Um... The if it's somebody else, he's not so scared of the blacksmith, therefore he might not leave. He has fear of his rebbe, and therefore the, the, the blacksmith has a good reason to have suspected that he left because he's so scared of him, and that's why. Okay, says the Gemara. Rav Zvid Mishmed Rabbi Matnila. Rav Zvid, the name of Rabbi, learned it aha on the following case. It says Umatza. It says that the the iron fell off the handle and it found the guy. Pratlam so it's coming to exclude a case where the guy found it, which means I'm Chayav when my piece that I hit hit you. But if you if you you hit my piece, if you hit my piece of of axe, then, you're, then I'm not Chayav, right? If after I threw my rock, you stuck at your head, I'm patur. Why? Because it's not umatza. I'm a patur migalut Even though I wouldn't go to galut when I hit you in the head, if I hit you in the head and I damage you. I'll still have to pay for the necessary push of it. Mm-hmm. The one who learns we're going to talk about this right uh, that and the guy with the guy second said you have koshkin to come like that. I'm sure you're talking about the first right uh, yeah, you have to be the damage if you walk in that position. You're talking about the first case. He holds that the guy stuck his head, you can be completely patur in that case. Let's see, you have workers who came to collect their pay from the owner. They're coming to collect their money. And they get bit by the, by the, by the golden retriever of the, 
of the Balbait, or they get they get gored by the Shor Balbait, he's Batur, because you came here without permission. I don't know, I, I didn't tell you to come. Achanim hold, no, I came to collect my wages. That's not, that's not without permission. I have permission to collect my wages. And therefore, you'd be chayav. Right? Chayav and what? Chayav to be kofer. If the animal killed him. Heridami, idishkich mamata. If the owner is usually in the streets of the city, and therefore... You had no reason to go knock on his front door because you could have seen him in the streets. My time, Rahim, so why would a Kharim hold that you're allowed to go knock on the door? Well, don't knock on the door, see me in the streets. If he's usually in the house, my time, why would Tanakama say that you're Patur of Galut? I have to come collect my wages, right? It's a guy who's there and not there. The Karyababa, they came to the house. I'm the they said, In. Yes. More stuff in Ul Talmashma. One of them says, oh, he said, yes, that means come in. Therefore, and therefore, you should be That's a right? The other one says, yes, means stay where you are. In other words, they knocked at the door, and he said, yes. He says, who is that? It's uh, your workers. Oh, yes. Now, one holds, oh, yes means come in. And therefore, since I said come in, I'm chayav when my animal bites you or gores you. And other words, no, yes means, oh, yes, I'll be right there. Don't come in, my pit bull is going to kill you. Tanya, come on, I have a bright that supports that the word yes really means stay where you are. If, if a worker comes in to collect his wages, even though you came with permission, we see from here that in means stay where you are, that's why you're patur. Okay. Let's see what we could do now. Says the Mishnah, Shnei Shonim Tamim, you have two short times. Shechubluz, that say that gored each other. Mishalim b'motar, chatzin hezek, they pay half damages. Shnei Muadim. If they're both Muad, Mishalim b'motar, nezek shalim, they pay extra extra damage. So if the two are tam, they hit each other, then they pay half. They, right. If they're both muad, they pay full. Right. One, what if one is tam, one is muad? Muad but tam. When the muad hits the tam, Mishlein, Motan, he pays Full damage on what's actual, the extra damage. Tam muad shalem motar chati nezik. He pays half damage. Chen shnei anshim shechalutadeh. Also, we have two men who hit each other. Shem motar nezik. They pay full damage. Adam muad no olam. Adam b'shor b'muad muad b'adam. 
the man hit a short muad, you know, muad hit Adam, the motel is going to pay full damage. Adam betam betam muad. Adam betam is motel nezik shleim. Man with the tam, he has to pay full damage because he's he's a man. Adam muad olam. Tam be Adam and tam hit a man. Motel nezik chazir. He only pays half damage because he only has to pay half damage, right? We keep out, man. How is a man either a tam or a muad? No, Adam hit a tam. Adam muad olam. Adam is always muad. So Tom is the animal? Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. I thought it was Adam and Adam. Okay. Rabbi Akiva, my Rabbi Akiva says, Av Tom shechaval ba'adam. Also a short Tom that hit him in. Mishalem bin Motan Nesim, he pays full damage. Why? Because Rabbi Akiva holds that short Tom is only when you hit another shore and not when a short Tom hit a man. Okay? Says the Gemara. Tanu Rabbanan Gudamitin Abraita. It says, Kemishpat Hazei Ya'aselo. Okay, you have to do like this. Kemishpat Shor B'Shor. Kach Mishpat Shor B'Adam. The Pasuk says, when a shore hits another man, it says, O Ben Yigach, it hits a man. Or Bat Yigach, it hits a daughter. Kemishpat Hazei, like this law, you do that. Kemishpat Shor B'Shor. What does it mean like this law? Like the law of a short dog doing another short, which is so to this. Just like when a short hits another short. When you're a Tom, you pay half. When you're Muad, you pay full. So too when a short hits a man. Tom pays half. Muad pays full. When we say it doesn't mean you pay the same as hitting a shore, because he holds that when you when you hit a man, you don't pay the same. What does he use it for? It means the lower shore is like the oldest is like the big shore, which means that when you hit a man, it doesn't make a difference if you're a tam or muad. When a shore hits a man, it's like like a tachton, not like a muad, which means you pay like a muad and not like a tam. Okay? Yachol, Mishnah Ben Aliyah. You might think that also means that you pay with unlimited liability. So we're telling you now like this. Shore tam, first three times. Betsy is the first three times. Uh... Shore number two is Muad. When short, when the Muad gores another shore, he pays from the pocket, not just from the fair. When Betsy does it, you only pay Migufo, you pay from the fair. That is Machloket. What, what does it mean, Rabbi Akiva? When Rabbi Akiva says the words, he, he says that when a short time damages a man, he says you pay full damage, not short, not, not half damage on a man. Gemara is saying, you might think if you're paying full damage, usually go, what goes along with full damage, what goes along with full damage is you pay for the pocket also. Because the Mu'ad has full damage and it pays for the pocket. And therefore you might think but, that be, when a short Tom hits an Adam, which your Mekiva holds, pays full damage, comes along with that, is that you should pay also for the pocket too. Right. No, it doesn't. In that aspect, it is like a Tom. 
in the aspect of how much you pay, you like him what? In the aspect of do you pay from the pocket? You don't. That you don't pay from the pocket, that you like the pocket. Okay? Like the law. Right? They use it. They teach you that if a shore nagach hits a man and he only gets damage, he doesn't have to pay, but sorry, push him and push him. So Rabbi Kiva used the word zeh to teach you that you pay Then what does he do with the word zeh? He said he learned it from the word ish, a man when he puts a mum on his friend. Ish bamito, velo shor bamito. He said when a man puts a mum on his friend, that's when he has to pay the four things. But you know how to pay the four things when a shor is a friend. Rabbi not to wonder, Rabbi not learn from ish and not rima. Imahir for the one for the halim. I would think tsar lechude. You know how to pay for pain. I will repo shemit, repo shemit. But doctor bills and loss of work. And you might think that the shor has to pay. Come on, Shabbat, I'll teach you that you don't have to. Baruch Adonai, the Olam. Amen, amen.